Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So here we are. The Jets lose. The Chargers win. The Jets... Every five minutes, there's a new stat showing you, boy, how unlikely it was the Jets, despite holding the Chargers to minus 25 yards of total offense, (laughs) lose a game 27 to 6. Yeah. Yeah. But think about this. We're officially done with nine weeks of this NFL season. I'm done with the the Jets' offense. But the thing that we wait for. I'm done with many weeks of the Jets' offense. No, well. I'm done. I'm done with many weeks. Hey, join the club. Many weeks of the Jets' offense. Get in line here, pal, okay? I've had about two and a half games worth of quality football out of my squad and that's it but your team had no hope going in we had rogers we had everything and now it's hey we're, sorry we didn't fix the offense we're just gonna watch it suck well, every but week. you also did oh, have right, the thanks. assumption that the near 40 year old guy was gonna be you know tom brady part two he might be. He just had a bad Achilles. Well, that happens when you're 39, he had a bad years old. Now he's got a Maybe new Achilles. Maybe he tripped in a dark room. Maybe yeah. we don't have the full story. It's now like we... Clint, Clint Barnes when he was uh, falling down carrying up deer meat. All right. So it, okay. With so you think like when he's on his darkness retreat, it was maybe uh, he, tripped he tripped over something. Oh man. My... Maybe he left something on the floor in the room. My calf hasn't been the same. 
All right. The other is, I mean, and I've got to ask the question, since we do the conspiracy theory uh, theater with the NFL on so many things, Mm -hmm. penalties called, penalties not called, fines to running backs for trying to administer a block. You know what? You lose a game check. That guy ragdolled. (laughs) Nah, nobody cares. Uh, All of those things. 31 on-field fines last week in the National Football League. Can't wait to see what they make up. Can they find the Jets for putting this offense out there on national television? They really should. They should. Everybody should at least get a sandwich or a taco like it's a continuation of the World Series promotion. I want Roger Goodell to say, uh, Woody Johnson will be paying a $1 million fine for putting this offense out there because it was offensive to everybody who had to watch this game. We are sorry that we didn't flex the Jets out earlier, but you're getting Jets Raiders next week. Congratulations. No, it, it is abject failure and disastrous, no no question about it. But we've we've watched this through through nine weeks and, and we wring our hands waiting and, and wishing and hoping and and in the NFL it's a week to week league. Right when you're down in the dumps, your team comes up and, and puts in a decent effort. Or they fail you. That's the thing, right? You're on this, you're in a glass case of emotion. A roller coaster, if you will. My team will always fail me. They will always fail. Uh, we'll have more NFL coming up in a few minutes. Jason Locke and Four are going to stop by with us. Who's the best team in the NFL now? Is it the Ravens? Is it the Eagles? What's next for the Raiders? What's next for the Cowboys? Oh, we got lots of big stuff to get to. But, yeah, the Jets just, you know. Uh, but earlier today, the big managerial swaparoo, oh, yeah. switcheroo of 2023, the Mets don't get Craig Council, no. who becomes the manager of the Chicago Cubs. I believe he was actually named the manager before they had fired David Ross. Did he find out on Twitter? Like I think so many other people are finding out about losing jobs. Oh, no, no, no. You replaced? find out. That's been that's like so five minutes ago. Now, I, I think he found out by Council like walking into his office and, and saying, hey, you want to get your stuff? Because th- this is my room now. Just I'm literally starts pulling I'm pictures here. and putting them in a box I'm for here. him. Yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, the uh, the security will help you right now. Just Look, pull they've all already the stuff uh, the they've, I've already done my photo shoot, and here it is. <laughs> I've done my photo. Shoot. Here's a picture of me in my new Cubs uniform. David Ross says, "Wait a minute, that's you. That's your head photoshopped on my body with the team from last year." Yeah, sorry, man. It's all working now. Life comes at you fast. So we the, a crazy day today, and you know the Cubs part of it is, look. Not that it's not completely unexpected because, as you mentioned earlier, there were whispers that David Ross was going to be on thin ice. They had the big run this year, didn't make the playoffs. Oh, that September failure. But there was no no talk whatsoever, and suddenly, oh, we're going to give Craig Council more money than even the Mets want to give him. And instead of going to the Mets, it's, hey, Craig Council's going to be the manager of the Cubs. Well, we know the Cubs were looking for a manager. What about David Ross? Could have been handled a little bit better, but yeah. in the end, you know, look, the Cubs got their guy, and for the Mets, here's the thing: is it a Sturgey good and the Pope Sturgey failed the Pope. you? Is it a good optic that David Sturds, who ran the Brewers, mm-hmm. comes to run the Mets? The only manager he ever hired and knew was Craig Council. Right. Well, I mean, it's the old rule of thumb: the devil you know and the devil right? you don't. You know, he, 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 the only and guy he ever hired, money. only guy ever hired, he wanted to get paid more money. He supposedly liked New York, and David Stearns, in the first big decision that he has to make, the the manager who was supposed to be the slam dunk choice, the, 
the guy won- not only doesn't come to New York, he goes to a different team. Doesn't stay with his old team. He goes to a different yeah. team. Right now, that's a bad. Optic. Oh, and in the same division. Yes, I'm there, not saying yeah. that's a, that's a bad optic, and that pisses me off. <laughs> but am I really mad? Yeah, not really, because because the reasons. Jets. Suck. No, no, no. Two re- well, the Jets really. But let me forget about the Jets for five bleeping seconds, okay, you jerk? I was trying um, to help you out for reasons no, you why you weren't, you weren't as mad. Not, yeah, I'm going to hit you over the head with something. I've got to find something to hit you with. That bottle's um, almost empty. There's no damage being done there. It's clear Craig Council did not want to come to the Mets, right? He didn't want to come because he wound up using the Mets as leverage, which is probably what sure. he wanted to do anyway, to get more money and to stay in the Midwest. Because that's all we've heard from the beginning. Craig Council loves the Midwest, doesn't want to leave, doesn't want to leave. But he loves New York. Now, wait a minute. And I said, time out. Does he love the Midwest or does he love New York? And when I heard him say, oh, supposedly he loves New York, I knew in my head he's using New York as leverage. Just like Kirk Cousins used the Jets as leverage to get the contract he wanted from the Vikings the first time around. When it was down to the Jets or Vikings for Kirk Cousins and he chose the Vikings. I knew Craig Council is using the Jets as leverage and my hope was... If Steve Cohen is going to pay him more money than anybody was going to pay him, he would say yes. But it's clear he had no desire to take the job. And I think the Mets had a little bit of an inkling because they jumped to hire Carlos Mendoza from the Yankees Mm -hmm. before this broke. And the Cubs gave him more money than the Mets were willing to give him. So I'm pretty sure by the people that I talked to today and and, and what I read – the Mets seem to think, yeah, we're not going to force the guy to come here. Because that's what you have to do. You can't force a guy to come where he doesn't want to sure. go. And if he doesn't really want to be there, you're not going to go crazy. So, you know what? Go someplace else, and we'll hire someone else. Because you know what? Carlos Mendoza, Yankee bench coach, he checks the box I like the most. Is New York going to be too much for him? No. Coaching in New York, he managed more games than Aaron Boone. Because Aaron Boone got thrown out of every <laughs> game. So he got to jump in and manage the rest of games. This is true. He knows New York. He's been the bench coach there for a while. And you can win. Because, what, 10 of the 12 playoff teams this year, these managers are in their first managerial job. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. And and that gets the other reason why. Because, yes, Craig Council didn't want to come and use the Mets as leverage. It happens. But the other thing is hiring a manager is, is like is like signing a big guy in free agency. You do your due diligence. You, you, you try to fit the spot. You try to fit with what you need. And then you have to hope it works. Right? Buck Showalter for two years. One year he's a great manager. Second year he's a bad manager. So there's all of a sudden he, he changed being what kind of manager was from year one to year two. No. The Mets didn't play well the second year, and they underachieved, and they didn't win. Doesn't mean Showalter's a bad manager. It means, okay, your message is not getting across, well, so a change is needed. So you, I'm okay with it. Maybe Carlos Mendoza works. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe Craig Council works for the Cubs. Maybe he doesn't. But as we're seeing, teams that are paying a lot for their coaches after a couple of years ago and hmm, can we get out of this? See Lincoln Riley, USC, Mel Tucker in Michigan State, uh, for different reasons, obviously. But you're seeing, hey, uh, Brian Kelly, LSU, we were into these guys for a lot of money now, and now here's Craig Council. If Craig Council doesn't work, that's a lot of money you're paying a manager. Yeah, I think with some of those instances, you you obviously have other factors, and then some of it is a calculated gamble, right, based on history. I mean, look at Brian Kelly. Uh, go back to his time at Notre Dame. There's still some things that uh, never got answered for. But when when you look at this scenario, I'm wondering if with the Mets, you didn't have a situation whereby for counsel, it was a little bit of the due diligence on his part, trying to figure out what that organization was going to look like, right? We've talked a lot about, is Pete Alonzo leaving? If this guy's gone, you trade it off. Now, they were older injured parts from your pitching staff 
you know, World Series champions. But the <laughs> they're gone, and from a divestiture, you're looking at that's the, a big word. Yeah, that's a big word. What is what, that a real word? Divestiture. Yeah, go ahead. What's look that up. what's your what is your payroll going to look like? What kind of team are you fielding here? Right, you're going to pay me a king's ransom to come in and manage what? Right, with the Cubs, all reports are that they're really getting ready to load up and make a you know they're the mystery, secret, whatever team for uh, you know Shohei Otani, and they're being attached to all these different names in free agency. Like here's a spending spree getting to come from the Ricketts family now that they've completely redone Wrigleyville and it's a shell of its former. Uh, charming self, but you look at the the possibility that all right, I'm going to go manage from the Fox but I'm also going to get Los a very sizable. Here's Steve no, The Chargers on. won the Monday night. Oh, hey, okay, we're good now. All right, we're they all did, good. Now. They did win. We're all good. I know. We're all good. We're okay. all good. Continue to make. I your was point. like, I knew that. Steve uh, Sager wanted to make sure we knew the Chargers won, but the idea go that the, for the Cubs that they're going to roll up and. and pay out a lot of money. Maybe counsel in his due diligence. Maybe it was Sternsey. Maybe it was the Pope. Maybe he was just listening to the radio and thought he heard that they were not going to have a robust payroll. And if you're going to go to New York, you're expected to win, as you were just talking about with Showalter, how quickly the honeymoon period goes. I mean, we've seen this in sports all over the place. How much, as fans, how much you love something and then you become, you know, start to hate watch pretty fast like you did with your jets tonight and if you're craig I Council, watch the jets a lot yeah I but mean, you're not signing up for that week. if you're craig council yeah. no like I'm you sure. don't need the mets guys and frank the tank <laughs> and you and whatever else coming after you no he didn't no look it, it, new york is not for certain cities are not for everybody. new york is no, not right. for everybody you're seeing los angeles is not for uh lincoln riley Right, you're seeing certain big cities are not for no, certain right. coaches, and 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 if you didn't want to show, okay, yeah, you don't so, want to come. You, I'm not going to convince you to say, oh no, no, but no, in no, this go, case, go go someplace else. Then I don't care. But I'll give him credit. He knows the rules of engagement, and maybe that's why New York was crossed off his list. Lincoln Riley forgot to get that extra memo. <laughs> Look, Craig Council wanted to get paid, and he wanted to stay close to home. Ta-da, he did it. Right, yeah. I mean that that he he did it, and that's what he would. Congratulations, you played the game well. You played the Mets. You played a guy who was your only guy. You you, you played your friend or your 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 mentor. Do you think, or, you, you know, you think they burn bridges now? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. Or do you uh, think Sternsy's okay with it because um, Mendoza was the guy he wanted? No, I don't. I don't think they'll engage Craig Council again. Um, I I look it's at like it this a way. McDaniel situation with the Colts. Yeah, no, I look at. I'm just kidding. He's obviously a much better uh, manager of people no, than McDaniel's ever was. No, to be honest, because the guy that you should everybody should be mad at the most because look, Craig Council want to. I don't care. Go go. Good luck with the Cubs, man. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck, and see how that goes for you. Uh, like I said, maybe Carlos Mendoza works. Maybe he doesn't. Right, but Steve Adonacio, the ho- the owner of the Brewers, you have now let a guy who was widely perceived as one of the top two or three executives in Major League Baseball leave. You let David Stearns leave. You have now let a guy who is widely respected as one of the top two or three managers in Major League Baseball leave. When the money to pay these guys is not like, hey, you got to give $500 million to Shohei Otani. Craig Council's getting paid $8 million a year. That's $8 million. That's nothing. That's one year for a middle reliever. That's it. And this is your manager. What what are you going to pay your president? $10 million a year? No, I can't do that? I mean, come on, man. Really? You're going to let those guys walk 
and and not no, I'm not going to pay those guys. When you are you are having in the middle of a run where your team is a is a small market, but you're in close to the playoffs every year. This is where maybe you you get a false sense of oh, we can we we can compete. Doesn't matter who we lose, we're, we're going to compete every year. Watch and see what happens. See Watch that would happens. be where Gil Brandt would say. Watch what What's your system? What's your if you have a system? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Eight, Mike Harmon, eight. 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 One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's how many touchdowns the Jets' offense has in eight games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight games. And for for everything oh, we talked about tonight, it's it is. It's yeah. one a game, you know. Uh, we'll get to Jason Lock and Ford going to join math. us coming up in a couple of minutes. But, look, there's so many different things we've talked about tonight, so many different angles of the Jets and their offense and how terrible it is. And the, the, biggest, the biggest crime to me 
is not that they stuck with Zach Wilson. It's not that they brought in the receivers they thought that were going to be good but weren't. It's not that they thought they had the offensive line that was going to be good, but now they're shuffling it every week as guys get hurt. You make decisions, and some of them are good and some of them are bad. Now, the Wilson one was, dude, you've seen him play for two years. You suddenly think he's going to be good. Come on, man. Move on from him. You moved on. I'm sorry you spent well, the second overall pick. You move on. I thought that the Aaron Rodgers mentorship, yeah, that program, that uh, six-week crash course. I'd rather have Josh Jobs. Uh, but the thing is, is that this is this is what really the big crime is, is that they had chances. They knew this offense was this bad. And they knew that eventually it was never going to get to a point where it was even passable. Every week there's more and more evidence this offense is bad and Zach Wilson, this is as good as he's going to be. And he missed open receivers tonight and he got sacked a lot and he held on the ball too long. The guy's just not good. The receivers just aren't good. The offensive line isn't healthy enough. You had chances to make it better and you didn't. And don't give me the failure of, oh, no one was trading anybody. No one's trading offensive linemen. Uh, I saw I saw a pretty good offensive lineman get traded for a six-round pick, and now he's going to be protecting Trevor Lawrence as Jacksonville tries to go to the AFC Championship game. Oh, we couldn't get a receiver, couldn't get a quarterback, could have got a quarterback, could have got Josh Dobbs, could have gone and got somebody who would come in and be able to put some kind of offense on the board. Because, again, I'll go back to no practice reps for Josh Dobbs. He won a game on Sunday. Zach Wilson, every practice rep all season for the Jets. And they st- they could have they knew it was this bad, and they still said, no, we think we're good. How you double down on a bad hand, I don't understand, but that's the Jets did. And that's the most maddening part is they had chances to throw that emergency break and fix it, and they didn't. Bring in guys. Trade deadline. Nope, nope, we're good, we're good, we're good. Uh, we couldn't give something up, and now look where you are. Your offense just stinks, and it's always stunk, and it's going to continue to stink unless eight comes back to save it. Well, the biggest thing is that, you know, the offensive line – and you know my evaluation uh, for the position as a whole, you know, and the lines that we see, continuity is is doesn't exist in the NFL anymore, right? You're lucky if you get four games in a row with your starting five uh, going through unscathed. We've seen a number of teams where, like your team, averaging a touchdown a game, they're averaging a new offensive line uh, combination per game. So we see a, a bunch of that. Um, Brees Hall couple of huge games skew what's an otherwise pedestrian run this year. And it's not his fault. We all recognize what an electric runner he can be. Problem is you're getting hit before you even get your first step forward, right? There's guys in the backfield because they don't have to wait. <laughs> I'm like, they're, they're coming. Either you're getting the handoff or they're getting ready to go and obliterate uh, Zach Wilson as he tries to retreat running away from them. Instead of sides, it's interesting. Side to side, no, he's going to take the 12-yard sack, uh, which you thought had been outlawed. You've seen a lot of one- to three-yard yeah, sacks. No, no, guys no, scrambling back to the yard yeah. of scrimmage. Nah, this guy's still one. going backwards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all, all of it plays together, to your point, all those would-be heroes, former Packers, now Jets. See, it goes the other way, mm-hmm. and they become bad. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. So, if that's the case for the Jets, right, where we are looking at a lot of horrendousness, let's talk about the Chargers. I like for that a horrendousness, seconds, right? Sure. We're looking at a lot of horrendousness. It's hard for me to buy the Chargers because sure. they won tonight and they're four and four and they get it back to four and four. But this is kind of what the Chargers do. The Chargers, they charge her. 
And we <laughs> saw tonight that obviously the Chargers' chargering was better than Jets' jetting. The Chargers didn't look good tonight. It's not like, boy, they can stand up and be proud about this. Their offense looked bad. Oh, no, I'm Eck- proud. I take my win and I move on. Austin Eckler dropped three passes. Mm-hmm. He did not run the ball well. Justin Herbert did not look good. This is not a Charger team that can suddenly say, hey, we got it solved. Oh, now, no. Getting back to 4-4 four and four is fine. And for the Jets, it's fine, too. Hey, you're 4-4, four 4-4, and four, four and four, everything is still there for you. Yeah. But there's a reason why the Chargers are on my never again list is because, <laughs> you know, I, 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 how many times do you have to watch the Chargers? Every couple of weeks, they give you glimpses that, hey, we can be really good. And Justin Herbert looks really good. Or they gut out a win. Or something happens. You start believing in them again. And then two, three weeks go by and they play like they're dead from the neck up. And, and, and why are they doing this? How can they not move the ball? How can this not happen? So it's great they got back to 4-4, four and four, but I, I can't really believe in the Chargers. No, they're they're problematic. I mean, they haven't been able to run the ball, right, all year long. You had uh, against the Bears, you had, had one big run that skews it. Uh, Kelly has had a burst now and again. But Austin Eckler, you miss it a lot of time. And even talking about it here with you and on the, the Sunday morning show alongside Bucky and Andy is – He's been a great receiver mm-hmm. out of the backfield most of the time, right? Yeah, you mentioned yeah, the drops yeah, yeah. today. Yeah. But he hasn't been very effective as a runner. No. Today, you're looking at barely over three yards a carry. You're looking once at the again. end of him as a runner and more of a, hey, can I catch some passes and be that kind of guy out of the backfield? Well, so, you know, he, he came back on the, the one year deal after everybody thought they, the running backs were suddenly going to stage, you know, the coup and hold out. And like, no, they all came back. Uh, to varying degrees of success, and Jonathan Taylor got paid. Josh Jacobs finally had his big breakout game. Uh, he took a, a negative play at the end of the game to take away his 100-yard rushing game, mm-hmm. so he finished sub there, but two touchdowns for him in that big beatdown of the Giants. And, and then, obviously, Austin Eckler comes back, and there's incentives and everything else, but he was a 107 reception guy last year. Guess what? He's your number two receiver now because you still don't have anybody beyond Keenan Allen with consistency. Mike Williams is on the shelf once Look, again. And, and how long until you on IR Quentin now. Johnson is a bust. How long until you're saying that? I mean, this is a guy that's got all kinds of chances to get the football, and he can't. I mean, he had a big first down catch in the fourth quarter, but this is a guy who's a dynamic receiver, and you got to show a little bit. But you're expecting a guy you know, at you show a little bit. with an opportunity as he did. I was showing you the draft for our guillotine league. No. He was my number three, no. assuming, you know— he was going to see some time because Allen and or Williams would miss some. Well, Williams is gone, and they're still trying to solve it, right? Uh, Guyton got promoted for this one, uh, and you're looking at the tight ends. But go go down the list. And, and, look, give a lot of credit to the Jets' defense for what they did to this Chargers offense. They, unfortunately, and for you, this is where, I mean, you, you take some of the pain but take some solace in the fact that they did have – positive plays from the defensive side they just didn't get the bounce right the the fumble the hit and fumble on Justin Herbert well instead of falling on the ball trying to pick it up and run with it well Herbert gets the recovery couple of balls batted in the air just enough contact to keep the defender of you know either cornerback or a linebacker from coming down with an interception right Herbert was hassled and harassed all night a number of sacks all of that come together and you look at the receiving numbers for the Chargers coming out of the Monday night game, you had eight catches 
for Keenan Allen. Stats for days. Eight for 77, gets over 10,000. But eight catches on nine targets. Austin Eckler, two catches, 23 yards, seven targets. Everett and Johnston, two catches each, two and three targets respectively. But those four catches, 32 yards total. They did a great job of bottling things up. And when we look at the Chargers long-term, still waiting for that second receiver to show up. That isn't Austin Eckler. Although the screen game has been grossly, uh, has been much more effective these last couple of weeks. I don't know. I don't trust it, right? Are are Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack going to get home at the level that they have these last couple never of weeks? Never again. Tell you, never again. That's why they're my never again. Like, can't but, trust it. So, But the secondary has been beatable. Derwin James is on the field right now. Mm-hmm. And every time I watch him play, like, it's the when, like, if we do the sweepstakes, it was when was Jimmy Garoppolo going to get hurt? When is Mike Williams going to get hurt? When is Derwin James going to miss time? And I don't wish it on anybody. It's just you look at the patterns year after year and wait for it. Right now he's delivering hits and making big plays, and I hope that's the case because having the the weapon at the the next level, it's it's a fantastic thing for that defense. Is that going to hold up over the final eight weeks? But you also have to solve the second-half scoring issue. That's five weeks in a row. I mean, they got ten points in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. But they're they're not scoring and and not consistently. When the Jets working. hand you points here, you go, oh, we scored! But, hey, that's great! Hey, but, we but scored! The offense hey, thank for you, weeks, thank you, thank you. They get out to a decent start, yeah, pretty fast start, and then the offense bogs down. That can't happen when you're facing the best coming down the stretch. Exit out about a fresca. Exit swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. If you miss any of our show, our best of podcast goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. It is there. Download, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. iHeartRadio app, iTunes, wherever you want podcasts. It is there. Thank you for your support. Continued allows Mike and I to put the content we love putting out for you every single night, even when the bleeping Jets lose, because that's what I had to watch tonight. Oh, even better content tonight, though. There's a lot of yelling, a lot of hand-wringing, a lot of angst. I mean, it's that time of year. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and we you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stan the queen of tejano and stan we do over three whole episodes of our podcast becoming an icon we're reminiscing as lifelong selena fans sharing hot takes and telling her story Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. In the face! In the face! Time now for the play of the night brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, a very special double play of the night. The first one, a play-by-play call where, you know, you always hear that, hey, man, that play-by-play call, it made me feel like I was actually there at the game. Oh, great. Um, This is an example of one of those play-by-play calls. Daniels guarded by Porter. Throws it on the left side. Oh, stripped out of his hands and a steal for Nikola Jokic. He's got Porter on the alley-oop. With the right tomahawk! And then the primal scream! We're right there with you, Mike! That makes you feel like I'm in. Let's go. Nuggets Nuggets Radio Network on the call. Now they wound up losing the game, but still, that's uh, that. That's like you know what? I I got to move back from the radio. I like that. No, that's good. A couple things out of the the Nuggets. One, uh, Jamal Murray with a hamstring injury. Uh, They're saying it could be significant, so he may miss some time. I guess no time better than during the in season tournament in November. Hey man, suddenly. You have to really look and, and really take yeah, a look and see that in-season tournament. That's just been turned on its ear right now, man. difficult. That's and then really Jokic awesome. evidently wasn't getting questions, so he just started you know, pondering things out loud, mm. whatever was going through his head. So, mm. And now deep thoughts with Nikola <laughs> Jokic. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going on with your first play of the night. Your second play of the night, uh, yeah. 
Because you just have to hear it. Uh, this is Jets head coach Robert Sala. J-E-T-E, Jets! After yet another disappointing, horrendous Jets offensive performance, where Zach Wilson looked terrible, he held on to the ball too long, got sacked yeah. eight times, he missed open receivers, the Jets didn't score a touchdown. This is just how it's going to be, because the Jets refused to acknowledge they even had a problem. When, hey, we're fine, yeah, no, Zach's good, our wide receivers are good, no, everybody stinks. Um, here's Robert Sala asked a very simple question about, hey, uh, do you think that Zach Wilson holding on to the football long enough is why he's getting sacked? Robert, do you think that Zach, in an attempt to not throw interceptions, is holding the ball too long, which is now leading to sacks? Uh, no. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it's that. Um, you know, you'd... Uh, I don't have an answer for you on that one. What? I don't know. Uh, no, um, I, I, don't, I don't know if it, I, don't, I don't know if it's that. Uh, no, Who is it? In case you're in case you're looking for the transcript, it's no. I uh, no. I don't know if it's that. I no. I don't. I don't have an answer for you on that. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. I tell you, nothing. Look, and, and look, there's a there's a lot of other uh, Robert Sala. Evidently, he was in rare form. No, I wouldn't say this was even close to Zach's worst game. No, no, I, I, as bad a game as this, <laughs> I've seen Zach Wilson play even worse. But this is this is Robert Sala, who is is clear what this the big thing about that that statement right there is. He has no idea how to fix this team. No. This is the rest of his post game. He has no idea. Still how saying to fix how it. close the offense is. He's lost. The offense isn't close. I'm sorry. How it's eight weeks in. The offense still stinks. They've scored eight touchdowns in eight weeks. It still stinks. You have no idea how to fix it. And that's my thing when I talk about how when a defensive coach gets hired for by a team, I always sit back and say, Ooh, man, that's not the way the NFL is. You win with big time offensive coaches now. Look at the teams that are succeeding. Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniels. What are the all these guys? These guys are all offensive coaches. Robert Sala, defensive coach, got the defense playing great. The offense stinks. How do you fix it? He sounds like he has no idea. I, that's hard, man. It's really hard for me to to say yes. Hiring a defensive coordinator or someone with a defensive background, unless they're a CEO coach right. that knows what they want to do on offense, you can't do it. And I'm I'm seeing tonight. Here's a head coach that has no idea how to fix the offense. Great, I feel great about the second half of the season. Aaron Rodgers might come back though. That's he all, told that's Derwin James it might just be a couple of weeks now. That's the only thing. After the game, he did tell Derwin James I'll be back in a few weeks. Relax. Here's the problem though. You still now have hope. <laughs> no. You were giving it, giving up. You were abandoning hope. The only hope All is if Rodgers comes back. That's it. Everything else is done. If he doesn't come back, it's going to be games like this for the rest of the you year. You know what, though? Prime time, Sunday night, man. Raiders. You know what else that means? Take the under. <laughs> I'm going to drink every time Zach Wilson takes a sack. Dude, you're going to be hammered by the end of the first hour of the show. Well, then I'll sleep well. Ben Maller's coming up next, Fox. Jets. Uh, no, um... I don't, I don't know if it, I, don't, I don't know if it's that. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B and B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.